Hey guys, C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life doing the next episode in our social compatibility series. Today's type we're going to be talking about is the ENTJ and all of the types that are associated with the ENTJ in terms of compatibility, social compatibility. Remember, social compatibility basically means face-to-face -face relationships combined over an average with shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder relationships averaged together and we get social compatibility, also known as friendship compatibility. And here we go. So we have taken this algorithm, applied it to the 16 types, and come up with a particular order with which we can utilize. So ENTJs, they are mostly compatible with intuitive perceivers, NPs, SJ types, NJ types, and SP types. To derive it further, we do NTPs, SFJs, NFPs, STJs, STPs, NFJs, and SFPs. Okay, well, yeah, I get that, you know, technically it's ENTJ at the very bottom, which would mean NTJs are at the very bottom, but the reason why it is shown in the way that it is here, for some reason, no, excuse me, let me uh, add the missing one. There we go. Now, it makes a lot more sense, you know, getting rid of the typos on the whiteboard, right? So, that basically means the top four, well, I'll just do an order from top to lowest. Uh, this is also just, you know, for those listening on the podcast or not watching this on YouTube, uh, I try to actually spell them all out for everybody so that those listening, because they don't have like the benefit of seeing the whiteboard itself, will actually explain that to them. So, INTP comes in at number one with highest compatibility. Second highest is ENTP, that's my type. Yes, that means I love ENTJs, and yes I do. And then we have ISFJs as a close third, and ESFJs as fourth, fifth being INFP, uh, sixth being ENFP. And then we start getting into the more neutral area, which is ISTJ, ESTJ, ISTP, ESTP. And then we start getting into more of the negative uh, aspects, which is INFJ, ENFJ, ISFP, ESFP, INTJ, and ENTJ. So what, why is that relevant? Well, the bottom part, it's for when you're having a social compatible relationship, a friendship compatibility, you wanna keep those people not so close to you, more at arm's length, and then keep them at a point where it's like, okay, they're kind of acquaintances, you know? Yeah, they're friends in quotations, but they're not like super close friends. Super close friends would be much higher on this list. So anyway, like I said in previous episodes of this particular season or series or playlist, what, what have you, social compatibility gets really repetitive. So I'm only doing the top four types and the bottom four types in terms of compatibility for uh, this series per type. But I'm just gonna let the rest of you figure it out with this list right here. You know, INTP all the way down to ENTJ in the list for social compatibility to save time and also like not keep it super repetitive and keep the content fresh. Uh, so yeah, with that in mind, let's look at the first type, which is INTP and ENTJ. So in this relationship, you notice they are going immediately across. All the cognitive functions are lined up together on the same spectra. Remember, if you haven't seen the episode where I'm talking about the eight cognitive spectra, 
this comes into handy with understanding how compatibility works. Also, I recommend you watch Cognitive Synchronicity as well. And I'll be including those at the end of uh, at the end of this lecture. I'll be putting up uh, ENTJ as well as social compatibility, but I'm going to be adding in cognitive synchronicity and the cognitive spectra, those four at the very end screen of this uh, lecture so that you guys can dive into that too. But remember, cognitive synchronicity means shortest distance between two points is a straight line and extroverted functions are looking to consume introverted functions uh, with how they relate to each other. No one, for some reason, people just don't know this. Well, that's why I'm here to enlighten everybody. And in fact, we had good old Scott Jordan informing everyone this morning that what I was saying was heresy and misinformation. Shout out to you, Mr. Jordan. I appreciate the criticism. It helps keep the content fresh and it also demonstrates to people that, you know, okay, well, this guy may or may not know what he's talking about because he has these naysayers and it's like, great, we'll keep the naysaying up because that separates the men from the boys, if you know what I mean. Anyway, let's get on to compatibility between the ENTJ and the INTP. So, ENTJs are constantly all about what other people are thinking. And guess what? The INTP always knows what they're thinking. So the ENTJ can go to TI Hero of the INTP and be like, hey, what do you think about this? So ENTJs are aware of what other people think, but guess what? The INTP is aware of what they think, so there's no conflict in that relationship. And uh, the ENTJ is always aware of what they want. I mean, let's think about it. They get super, super wanty. Uh, and uh, this is why impulse buying racks exist in grocery stores, if you ever noticed. I mean, besides the fact that you're herded like cattle everywhere you go in a grocery store. I mean, let's be honest. It's like going to the trough, you know, or then you're herded around like cattle. It kind of reminds me of airports, too. Weird how things are structured that way, if you think about it. But in any way... Uh, ENTJs are very wanty. They know what they want because they have NI parent. And good thing NI parent is responsible for what they want, so they're not always going to splurge on those impulse racks like some types do, you know, ESFPs or ISPs, NI child. Anyway, but NI parent knows what it wants. And guess what? INTPs know what other people want, and they are aware of what NI parent wants, so no conflict there. ENTJs are committed to giving everyone the best possible experience of their SE child. And INTPs are there willing to receive the best possible experience. They're always looking for that best possible experience. Kind of why they're willing to try out those kind of gnarly ice cream flavors. And it's like, whoa, dude, are you seriously going to have like that, uh, that maple bacon ice cream? And the INTP is going to look at you and be like, hell yeah, I am. And then the ENTJ is like, dude, that's gross. And the INTP is like, actually, it's pretty dope. Try it. And then the ENTJ is like, Okay, you tried it, you're telling me it's good. Okay, sure, I trust your judgment. You usually know what you're talking about. I'll try it and be like, wow, it is actually good. Who'd have thunk that maple bacon ice cream would be that dope? Well, that is an interaction between ENTJs and INTPs because ENTJ likes to do what the INTP is doing or likes to give the INTP a good experience. The INTP knows experience. It would like to have, so there's no conflict there in that relationship. And then, uh, we have the ENTJ knows how they feel, but they're kind of afraid of how they feel. They're kind of walk around afraid that they're a bad person. And the INTP is walking around afraid that people feel that they are uncaring. So, you know, the ENTJ is like, well, I'm afraid I'm not caring enough. And then the INTP is like, well, I'm afraid that uh, I'm not caring enough for you. So, 
you know, they kind of go together that way because, you know, I'm afraid I'm a bad person. I'm afraid that I'm not caring enough towards you, so I'm going to care for you more, and they make you feel like less of a bad person, so then we both don't feel like bad people. Yay! And then the relationship works all of a sudden. Oh, but Mr. Scott Jordan says, you know, there's too much conflict between F.E. and F.I. for some reason. <laughs> I must be out of my mind. Anyway, so uh, worry. The fifth function is where worry. So ENTJs walk around worried about whether or not they're intelligent. They worry about whether or not they're smart. This is one of the reasons why they're TE Hero, because TE Hero goes to other sources, other reference points, constantly going up to people and be like, hey, what do you think about this? I had an idea, but I'm worried I might be wrong or I'm worried I'm not intelligent enough, or I'm worried I'm not smart enough. So I'm gonna to go to the other people and find out what they think about it. And if they agree with me, that makes me feel better about myself and makes me worry less that I might be stupid. Oh, but wait, the INTP already walks in the world worried that everyone else is stupid. So the ENTJ's like, I'm worried that I'm stupid. And the INTP's like, I'm worried you're stupid. We're both worried about it. So no conflict there, right? Anyway, the critic function. The ENTJ, which really needs loyalty. One of the reasons why they need loyalty is SE child, but NE critic protects the child in the same way the TI or the NI parent protects the child. But NE critic also kind of protects the child too because NE critic's like, well, I have SI trickster and I'm not very loyal to people, which means if I'm not loyal to people, other people, SE child, may not be loyal like, like I am. And I'm always critically aware of other people potentially going to backstab me and be disloyal to me. So sometimes they're very critical over the intentions of other people and what they want. So then the INTP's like, well, I'm very critical about what I want and I don't just let myself want things because I know everyone else with any parent shows me that they're irresponsible with what they want. So I'm just not gonna be all willy nilly with what I want because if we do everything I want, the entire world could just explode. And then the ENTJ is like, well, yeah, you shouldn't want things, bad things anyway. So. INTP is very critical with what they want, and the ENTJ is critical with what they want. So again, no conflict, right? And then the next down here, the tricksters. INTJ just doesn't have any concept of like the experience they're having or taste. They want to know what other people are tasting before they taste it themselves. You know, whereas the INTP is just not aware of what other people are doing. They're not aware of the physics. So again, no conflict there. And the ENTJ just doesn't give a damn about how you feel or how anyone feels because their mind is so focused on trying to make sure that they are a good person, that they don't care if anyone else is a good person. It's not relevant to them. And guess what? The INTP just doesn't care if they're a good person because what they care about is whether or not they're intelligent, whether or not what they're saying is true or false because logic is king in, in the INTP-ENTJ relationship. So because logic is so valued so much, they just don't care about morality. And guess what? ENTJs don't care if INTPs are immoral anyway. So guess what? No conflict. So these eight spectra and what these functions are in, they're basically tuning, tuning into each other and there is availability of cognition for all and it is like an excellent, well-integrated thing. One thing about this type of relationship, remember because it is this type of relationship, these functions can actually tend to compete with each other at times because they're on the same level. Sometimes TE believes that it is smarter than TI, which because, it's, I mean, it's probably not true, but I mean, if TE just happens to have more reference points than TI parent or TI hero, and the, and the TI hero doesn't have as much experience as SI child to back it up, yeah, the NTJ would probably win that argument. Conversely, if the INTP has uh, ex personal experience that is outside these 
the scope of uh, the ENTJ's research, that means the INTP would win that argument. Now, guys, just because I say a relationship is super compatible does not mean that there isn't going to be conflict. Conflict is going to happen in any relationship. And if there isn't conflict in a relationship, you're probably not really having a good relationship if you think about it. You probably have nice guy syndrome, right? You know, if you're like a masculine person or a male person in, in a relationship, you probably have nice guy syndrome, which basically means you're too nice, which is probably why your woman doesn't respect you very much anyway, which is leading to a lack of conflict in the relationship when the woman would probably respect you more if there was more conflict in the relationship. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe you should probably read Dr. Robert Glover's book, No More Mr. Nice Guy, and then while you're at it, throw in the way of the superior man for just good measure, just to make sure that you don't revert back into being a man-child and do us all a favor. Anyway, infomercial done. Let's continue. So remember, one thing that is important about this relationship, the ego and the shadow, all the cognition that the ego is looking for is available in the other ego. This is super critical for social compatibility, for friendship compatibility. It's also the same here for this relationship, ENTJ plus ENTP, and this relationship, ENTJ, ISFJ, and then this relationship, ENTJ, ESFJ, which is number four. So number two, me, I'm the ENTP. I love ENTJs. ENTJs are dope. Absolutely dope. You know, like, I actually watched Deadpool uh, yesterday. Did you know? In my opinion, and I don't care if y'all think I'm crazy, but Deadpool, like Ryan Reynolds' portrayal of Wade Wilson, yeah, that's an ENTP. And like his girlfriend, Vanessa, she's an ENTJ. It's a good example of an ENTJ-ENTP relationship. That movie. No, man. The Ryan Reynolds character, Wade Wilson, is actually an ENFP. Okay, yeah, stop relying on the four letters to type people and focus on the cognitive functions for once. And if you don't know how to type people properly, maybe you should go to like my website, csjoseph.life, and download the PDF for like, you know, the type grid. So you can use the type grid to, uh, to accurately type people to 100% accuracy instead of relying on stupid tests or the four letters for typing people because obviously, you know, people are mistyping everyone all the time especially INFPs and INFJs. It's probably why there's so many, so much, uh, so much hatred in the comment section of the who are the INFJs video, huh? It's probably because people are mistyped all the time. Come on guys, wake up. Download that PDF file, it's, it's recommended. So, all right, ENTJ plus ENTP. It's basically the identical relationship with the INTP between the ENTJ. The problem, is, or the difference is, is that there is actually built-in humility uh, now, here's the thing though. Remember, uh, ENTJ is extroverted, INTP is introverted, and they're able to initiate, they're able to uh, respond, and that is also really good for compatibility. But in this relationship, this is why this is actually rated one level below the INTP, is because they're both extroverts. And both of them are trying to initiate at the same time, and that can create conflict, but there is built-in humility. The reason is, is because of the parent function, parent-hero relationships, TI-parent, and uh, rational TE, logic, and TE's trying to find the logic, but instead of it being on the same level, that means TE has, the TI parent respects the TE hero a lot more because TE hero gets to be on the top, right? And TI parent is there. And TI parent, honestly, doesn't care what TE hero does as long as it's staying accurate. And when it becomes inaccurate, TI parent's like, okay, hold the phone. Your inaccuracy is hurting other people which is making my inner child freak out. And my job here is to take care of my inner child. So because of that, uh, or I'm taking care of your inner child as well. You know, parents gonna take care of the child function of the other person as well. I hope you like, did you know that? 
Anyway, so like, let's say your inaccuracy is giving people a bad experience, like myself, for example, and I know I'm getting a bad experience because you're being inaccurate, which means you're giving other people a bad experience, which is probably making them feel bad. I'm not gonna stand for that. So, Mr. Hero, when you're flying around saving the world, make sure that you're accurate because you're gonna end up having collateral damage that's going to harm the children. And then the hero's like, oh, okay, I need to probably listen to the parent because I need to be a role model for the children. Uh, yeah. So there's built-in humility there, but the parent still has its day in court with the hero. Same thing here. Any hero is flying around saving the world, you know, and, and I parents like, dude, you just need to get back down to earth right now because uh, I don't feel good about the fact that you're so theoretical that it has nothing to do with reality and it's making my child freak out. So, and I parents like, yeah, I don't want what you're trying to do right now. And any hero's like, okay, yeah, my bad. So there's built-in humility in this relationship. Same thing down here with SI to SE. Um, SE child really likes to envelop SI inferior and give every possible good experience to uh, SI inferior on a regular basis, especially in the bedroom, if you know what I mean. And uh, FE child is constantly trying to make FI inferior feel good trying to envelop if I inferior just to, to give that ENTJ that hug that they need and just remind them that they are not a bad person, that they are not shit, basically. Even though the ENTJ walks around believing that consistently on a regular basis. So, uh, same thing here, you know, the ENTJ is worried about what they think, but uh, you know, ENTPs are critical over what other people think and it actually helps increase their accuracy because the criticism is super helpful to ENTJ, it helps the ENTJ grow. Expert intuition is very critical as well and criticizes the uh, ENTP NI uh, nemesis, which is where the worry is. ENTPs worry about their future, and uh, the ENTJ is constantly trying to remind the ENTP, like, you need to stop worrying about your own future. And because it's through the worry of their own future that ENTPs, especially immature ENTPs, end up get becoming, um, you know, disloyal, which is what the ENTJ will not stand for with their SE child or their any critic. And any critic is one of the ways to keep the ENTP's head on straight so that to make sure that there is no such thing as disloyalty and they, they consistently stay sincere. Because remember, the virtue and vice of the ENTP is sincerity versus insincerity, right? Well, conversely, TE critic criticizes the ENTJ and keeps the ENTJ honest while simultaneously keeping them altruistic instead of allowing them to sink into the dark pit of avarice or greed, for example. Uh, these functions help take care of that exists here as well in the ENTJ plus INTP, except it's just it's just more direct. It's just more of a punch in the face, you know. And there there's there's a lot more there's a lot more accountability in this relationship, which is why it kind of seems like even though this is the highest compatibility relationship, there might be a little bit more conflict there. It's because there's more accountability, but there is still enough accountability in this relationship that it could still work. And then obviously. ENTPs don't care about how they feel, ENTJs don't care about how they feel, and ENTPs don't care about the experience they're giving to other people, because, like, I'm sorry, like, you may be my audience, but I'm just going to do these the way that I want to do them, and yeah, I'm willing to listen to criticism and whatnot, but am I overly concerned about my presentation and my experience that I'm delivering to my audience? Not really. 
it's all about the content to me. Content is king and, and trying to get to what people want versus like, I'm not gonna be like SE about it because it's SE demon. If I'm focusing on giving you guys a good experience, you know, I may as well dress myself up in like some demonic clown, you know, while with, while having a writing crop or something and just slapping the board every few seconds, you know. That may be funny for a few minutes, but then after a while, I'll just be like horrifiedly like annoyed and then just never watch this channel again. So why would I subject you folks to SE demon? Yeah, not gonna do that. Anyway, the next relationship, ENTJ, ISFJ, super common in the United States of America. And in my opinion, when it comes to ENTJs marrying people, I would say in first world society, because of how disloyal people get, especially around ENTJs, that to guarantee that they get the loyalty that they're looking for, they're just gonna settle for an ISFJ because it's SI hero, maximum loyalty. And this is super mega common with ENTJs. I have to say eight, nine out of 10 of all ENTJs I have ever met, they are with ISFJs. It's just so weird. And then, and then they go for ESFJs as well, but this is even more common. It, it may not be the, the highest compatibility here in the friendship compatibility, but in terms of marriage, I have seen more ENTJ plus ISFJ marriages than I have any other kind of relationship when it comes to ENTJs. It's just super mega common. I, it's, it's kind of interesting how it works that way. Um, but again, as you can see in this relationship, um, they're, they're, the functions are not having to go down into the shadow or the unconscious. They're still able to get what they need from the ego. Although this is a child hero relationship in this case, uh, which can be good. It can also lead to conflict. They're both primary optimistic functions instead of going after a, a you know a secondary or um, uh, a pessimistic functions, etc. Because the child, remember that the hero is the child's uh, uh, role model. So this this actually can work out really really well, and the ISFJ can teach the ENTJ a few things about duty uh, that it doesn't understand and helps it develop its trickster pretty well. And also, uh, FE parent also keeps the ENTJ from observing social rules, and even though it constantly, which that can lead to conflict because the ENTJ can actually feel like a worse person in the presence of FE parents, so you gotta be super careful about that. But at the same time, the ISFJ can also live in fear and be actually afraid of what the ENTJ is about to do before they do it because they know how impulsive the ENTJ can get, and it kind of makes them a little uncomfortable, their SI hero uncomfortable. So there is room for conflict here, but this is still a very compatible friendship relationship and I would recommend this. Uh, and I would even recommend this for ENTJ marriage because for some reason, first world society and how human nurture impacts human nature, this is one of the safest relationships that ENTJs can get for long-term relationships or marriage. Uh, even though I would kind of recommend that they go for INTP or ENTP, although ENTJ SE child has a hard time sometimes with INTPs because of their lack of fashion sense, the more immature they are. But although the more mature they are, they would have received fashion sense training by that point, and they'd probably be more presentable, especially if this was like an INTP woman, for example. But, uh, which is why you don't really see very many ENTJs with INTPs. And of course, ENTJs are out and about and INTJs are stuck in their laboratories, so they don't really have as much opportunity to like meet each other, which can be difficult, which, I mean, just go to like a local politics and philosophy group, you'll meet ENTJs and INTPs there, you know, like, cause people like debating about that stuff. For some reason, intuitive types are actually willing to like get to the depth of these discussions instead of, uh, you know, being all shallow about it, like SJs and, uh, uh, young SJs and young SPs are. The older SJs and SPs get, then they'll be more likely to show up to those discussion groups, but the younger they are, probably not gonna happen. And people like getting married young last I checked, so based on that, uh, 
Okay, married in their youth, that's what I mean. Uh, you know, so for example, uh, if you want to meet these people, you're an ENTJ, go to those, go to where these people are, is basically what I'm saying. So ENTJ, ESFJ, very similar to the ISFJ relationship, except this time it's the hero to the inferior. And this relationship's cool because it can really develop the hero, the, the inferior functions and help them get over their insecurity pretty quick. It can be very conflicting and it can actually lead to bitterness and envy and angry and anger if the ENTJ or the ESFJ, either one of them is more mature than the other, but if they have the same level of maturity and they're committed to communication, this can be an absolutely fantastic friendship and I recommend it. So, more on the incompatible side. Same type of thing, except these functions on the top, extroverted thinking is trying to get down to introverted thinking demon because this is an ISFB, ENTJ plus ISFP relationship. Look at this huge traffic jam in the middle. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, how is that even gonna work? The, the interference and the frequency and the amount of mental energy required to actually sustain this relationship is retarded and I would not recommend this. But according to Socionics, this is a duality relationship and this is highest compatibility, man. We, we really should pay attention to what Socionics has to say. Yeah, no. If you listen to Socionics, you're gonna be miserable your whole life. Yeah, don't do that, guys. This is this is this is not recommended. Do not do this to yourself, especially if you're going to like have a romantic relationship with this person. Run away, run away quickly. Uh, and in fact, I I would recommend you know you 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 really rethink your life really quick, seriously. And then uh, and then on this one we have uh, a few little uh, convection points here, here and here, little traffic jams and whatnot. That could be an issue. Here's some more, you know, more traffic jams for the ENTJ plus INTJ relationship. ENTJ, ESFP relationship, because this is funny. ENTJ, ESFP, TE heroes trying to lock on the TI trickster. And ESFPs, because they don't have TI, they can't really finish their own thoughts because they're a starter type. So they end up coming off amusing, you know, without thought, because that's the definition of amusing. And TE heroes like, whoop. They, they just look at the ESFP and they're like, wow, you're so stupid. That's literally the attitude ENTJs have towards ESFPs. So why would these people ever be friends? You know what I'm saying? ENTJs don't give a damn about how ESFPs feel. And they also look at ESFPs as stupid people. So I don't care about your self-worth and I think you're stupid. Great. That's, that's really great building blocks for a relationship. Oh, but Mr. Scott Jordan still disagrees with me on this point. He would rather do like the socionics duality thing because apparently he thinks they're compatible. I, I don't know why. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know why, but whatever. And then, you know, ENTJ, INTJ, TE's trying to look for the critical TI. Okay, yeah, I mean, they're both NTJs and they could technically be friends, but again, that ENTJ plus ENTJ situation could end up causing conflict. They just start competing with each other. And uh, in a lot of cases, um, the ENTJ just doesn't really hold as much respect for the INTJ over time, and the INTJ doesn't hold as much respect for the ENTJ. Because the INTJ would be like, well, I'm getting more done because I'm able to focus with my, with my NI and the ENTJ is like, wow, you're doing too much and you're focused on the wrong things. That's just kind of how they, they criticize each other. Again, not a good idea. And of course, the worst of the worst is ENTJ plus ENTJ, which is a lot of interference. As you can see, all of the functions are competing with each other, the amount of mental energy it is. And when you're like doing an ENTJ plus ENTJ relationship, it's just like literally pure conflict and leads to competition. And I don't recommend it. 
Why? Why, like, why would you want to be friends with, like, someone who's exactly the same nature as you? Like, you're not really gaining any mental benefit from each other or giving any mental benefit to each other anyway. So don't do that. You can be acquaintances, very shallow, standoffish from a distance, you know, keep at arm's length relationships. Sure, that'd be just perfect. That'd be fine. No one would have an issue with that. But why would you, why would you subject yourself to this? Why would you do ENTJ plus ENTJ? Like, why? It doesn't even make sense, okay? So, anyway, to sum up, INTP, ENTP, ISFJ, ESFJ, top four, dope. Recommend it for friendships. And for friendships, avoid ISFP, ESFP, INTJ, ENTJ. Avoid these, go for these, and you know, these are kind of like, this is like best, and this is like good, and this is like neutral, this is like run away from them, please stay away. You know, you don't need to have deep, meaningful, super friendships with these people. Although remember, this is talking about one-on-one -on -one relationships. This is all one-on-one. -on -one. So just remember that. And if you like start getting to a threes of crowd extroverted situation, the compatibility does not matter as much because you're getting so your ego is able to gather the cognition of so many different sources all at one time and everyone can get together and everyone can like, uh, even fellow ENTJs in the room can have a good relationship with each other as long as there's other people present, etc. in this extroverted situation. So please be aware of that. So. That concludes this episode or this lecture on ENTJ social compatibility. If you found this lecture useful, helpful, or educational, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube and on the podcast. And if you have any questions about ENTJs or their compatibility, leave it in the comment section and I will answer your questions and read about your questions and or complaints, like especially if you're Scott Jordan. And man, he's getting a lot of shout outs for me today. I mean, I mean, kind of cool, right? Anyway. Uh, so yeah, uh, thank you all for your support of this channel, and I have a many, many, many more of these to shoot today, so I'll see you guys tonight.